Hello, Action for Happiness friend. This is Josie, and thank you for being with me for Altruistic August. We're going to have a little look at Jump Back Up July 1st, which was a very exciting month for us. We celebrated our 10th birthday. Amazing, really. And we had a lovely event with our friend, His Holiness, the Dalai Lama. Do watch it on YouTube if you get the chance. Just, yeah, an amazing man and always lovely to experience his energy in any form that we can. So during July, we were obviously focusing on resilience. And on the 21st of July, our action was to reflect on what helped you through a tough time in your life, to ask ourselves that question. Well, for me, on the 21st of July and throughout that whole final week in July, really, I was doing a lot of wild swimming and it was really helping me to cope with the discomfort of overworking and burning out on a very low level, I suppose, which is ironic, actually, because... (laughs) Here in the UK, the heat was burning up. We were having a total heat wave, which made wild swimming all the more refreshing and invigorating and inviting. I discovered a great spot in my local river. So I was there every day at tea time for nearly a week. It was shallow enough for me to touch the bottom because this is my kind of disclaimer with wild swimming. Obviously, if you do this, you have to be really careful. It can be very invigorating and reviving and it's just wonderful to be in nature particularly for me being in water but I it was shallow enough for me to touch the bottom at most of it I never went on my own I was always with at least one friend and there were always a number of people around at this particular spot that I found in my local river it was quite quite a kind of hot spot for dog walkers and people sunbathing and things like that so wild swimming totally helped me get through this this tough week in July But it was important for me to also do that safely. And then from the community of people, lovely people who use the Fantastic Action for Happiness app, there was a treasure trove of suggestions coming about what helped them through the tough times in their life. And some that really stood out for me. I mean, there were many that worked so well for so many people, friends, family, being in nature doing exercise, these kind of things. But there are also some for me that stood out for being a little bit different. Things that maybe you wouldn't automatically think would help build resilience, but they did. Getting enough sleep to help with emotional management and rational thinking, just to start the day well. Healthy eating, making sure the body got that fuel it needed to cope with difficult situations. Positive visualisation, so imagining and hoping for the best, staying positive, staying optimistic, having a, a meditation practice of some kind to, to relax and calm the mind, applying self-compassion if mistakes had been made or accidents had happened, if there'd been a, a small hiccup, practicing heaps and heaps of self-compassion in those moments. And finally, Thinking and sometimes even speaking positive affirmations, which I've talked about before, but just saying positive messages to oneself. I am strong. I am doing well. I can get through this. I am positive. I am courageous. These kind of things make a huge difference. Our thoughts become our reality. So now let's let's get stuck into altruistic August, shall we? 
altruism is essentially a very fancy word for kindness. And it works well because obviously we've got the alliteration going on in our calendars. But when we're thinking about altruism, we're simply thinking about how can I be kind, compassionate and loving to others? On the fifth, our action is to spend some time wishing for other people to be happy and well. This action spoke to me immediately because it reminded me of metta or loving kindness meditation. The person who introduced this to me through YouTube videos, actually, I think it was in the beginning, is Sharon Salzberg. She's an American lady, but she's also a pioneer of introducing metta or loving kindness meditation to the masses and making it very user friendly, I suppose. There's a lovely quote from Sharon, which says to reteach a thing, its loveliness is the nature of metta. Through loving kindness, everyone and everything can flower from within. So on the fifth, you could try following a guided recording from someone like Sharon, or you could simply follow this simple process, which is a a kind of stripped down version of a metta meditation. Just finding a little bit of quiet time, a little bit of peace in the day, closing your eyes if you like, if, you, if it's available to you, obviously not if you're driving. Then just calling either individuals into your mind. And in fact, I would say, start with yourself. You know, they always say, apply your own oxygen mask first. And there's a reason for that. So let's do it. Let's start with ourselves. So you know, you found that quiet, you got your eyes closed, just reflecting on yourself, thinking of yourself, just think the thoughts, may I be happy, may I be healthy, may I live with ease, and then bring someone else into your mind, it could be someone who you're very close to and have affection for, it could be someone with whom your relationship is a little bit strained or difficult at the moment, If you've got time, do both. Or you could even think about all all your colleagues, everyone who's in the room with you at that moment, and apply the same process. May they be happy. May they be healthy. May they live with ease. On the 8th of August, well, George Bernard Shaw knew that There is no love sincerer than the love of food, and I couldn't agree with that more. So our action, which is make some tasty food for someone who will appreciate it, really connects with that. It's the opportunity to share love, but also inspire someone's love of food. Now, don't be scared. This doesn't need to be three courses. Certainly isn't going to be for me. I'm a hopeless cook. How about something that is just three ingredients? Really easy, really quick. I'll share with you a very, very, very simple recipe for the very simplistic cook that I am. For tasty cookies that are great because they're free of most of, I think all the major allergens, but certainly most of them. So they're pretty, if you don't quite know, if you want to make some food for someone you're not quite sure what they eat, this is a good go-to. You just combine two cups of gluten-free oats with two to three quite soft mashed up bananas and a quarter of a cup of 
cacao chips or seeds or dried fruit or just whatever you've got lying around in the cupboard really. Make small one inch balls on a greased baking sheet. Bake them in a preheated oven at, well in the UK it'd be 180 degrees, my language, for 12 to 15 minutes, you know, just keep an eye on them, see how they're doing and then just let them cool and deliver them to the lucky recipient and instantly have (laughs) have a new friend. Or if you're a more confident cook, you could do three courses. You could, if you're really strapped for time and you don't want to cook at all, what about just making double the quantity of smoothie that you're doing and just pouring half into another glass and passing it to someone else that you're with? On the 18th of August, it says that today we're going to be doing something to make life easier for someone else. So you could be looking ahead in the calendar and planning this one in advance. Maybe if you know someone who's struggling with childcare, you could offer to babysit or someone who's working a lot and and has a dog, you could walk it. Or maybe someone who's just not that mobile could run some errands for them. If you don't have the time or the ability to plan ahead, just look out for an impromptu moment in the day you know, be on kind of high alert for someone who needs a bit of help, some opportunity to be of service to someone else. Doesn't need something need to be something big, holding the door open for someone who's got a buggy, or picking something up if someone drops it. Obviously be careful with sanitizing if you're picking anything up off the floor. But yeah, there's always little opportunities. If you find yourself stuck or thinking, oh, there's nothing I can do, just remember the words from Ronald Reagan. We can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. So who can you help? On the 27th, we're going to notice when someone is down and try to brighten their day. And Maya Angelou, who I absolutely adore, puts it even more beautifully with this great metaphor. Try to be the rainbow in someone else's cloud. What a nice intention that is. And with it, all you really need to do is use your intuition. You know, when I come into contact with someone, I can just try to think, what do they need? What do they seem like they need right now? Is it that they need a listening ear? You know, me to listen more than I speak right now to hear them. Do they need a laugh? Do they need me to try and cheer them up? Do they need a little break? Do they need a cup of tea and a sit down and someone else to just take over for a bit? Or maybe they even just need a nice surprise, a gesture, something just lovely in the moment. Again, doesn't need to be something big. And then on the very last day of altruistic August, I'm going to take some inspiration from the positive psychology pioneers, the Care Bears, because they showed us time and time again that sharing is caring. So on the 31st, we're going to be sharing Action for Happiness with other people. And I've done this myself so many times because I've come across something and I felt like, wow, that's really made a difference to me. And I've thought, I know some people who would also benefit from this. And there are so many ways, depending on, I suppose, what resonates 
for you. I always think what resonates with me will probably resonate with someone I know. But obviously, we've got our monthly calendars, which can just be printed off and put on a notice board. Sometimes I've seen that colleagues have kind of challenges where they're completing the actions and then sharing them between each other, which is quite fun. You could walk someone through how our app works. It's pretty simple, but it might help somebody who just needs something on their phone that can help them when they feel a bit down. Or what about watching the replay of one of our events on your television with others? You could even join BJ Fogg live on the 10th of August as he will be suggesting tiny happiness habits that we can easily incorporate into our lives. So it's just whatever works for you, but you never know who might benefit from it. Then, of course, we're into September. Wow, self-care September, and I will be back with you for that. And until then, let's create a happier and kinder world together. Bye for now.